0: This is Jensen, and you are listening to a Hint of Everything podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Hint of Everything podcast. Here's the thing, I keep calling it, I don't know if it's A Hint of Everything or The Hint of Everything, and I feel like we're too deep into this now that I, well, I have to pick, but I don't, I don't know. So, here we are, welcome to, I think it's A Hint of Everything, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, it's A Hint of Everything. Welcome to A Hint of Everything, where we are going to... We're going to rock some worlds today, so get ready. We, meaning me and the mouse in my pocket. I know I say that constantly, but it's because it feels weird saying me, I. I'm not going to, I mean, I don't want to say I'm going to rock your world today, but I am. So get ready. I am feeling so energized despite the fact that I got like four and a half hours of sleep last night. Maybe it'll catch up to me tomorrow, but for right now I am feeling funky fresh. I'm feeling energized. I honestly right now feel like I could go do 100 burpees. And that's, I don't know, that's, that takes a lot of energy. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited. I'm so excited. I just wrote the outline to this episode and I could not stop. I think I wrote four pages. So we'll see what I get through. But there's so, I had so many thoughts and I've been doing so much research on this because, well, we'll get into it. But let's start off Let's start off with the peach in the pit because what else will we start off with? And you know what? This will be the third week in a row that I have not done a pit. I cannot think of pits and you know what? Maybe I'll just start doing peaches and then when I feel a pit, when I feel one come on, when I experience a pit, that's when I'll share a pit. But yeah, I maybe I'll just do peaches. The peach of my week, let me tell you. So today at work, oh my gosh, <laughs> I met... My soul sister. And it's funny because well, I don't wanna give it's not gonna give me spoilers, but if you've seen the new Avatar, there's the tukun. <laughs> and they're the whale things and they're like spirit brothers, spirit sisters. If you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about, but I pretty much met my tukun today. If you haven't, I met my soul sister. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't believe I just compared it to that. Cole and I have now seen the new avatar twice and it's it's good a lot of people hate on avatar but i like it i think it's really good but anyway i met my soul sister today that was my peach and let me just tell you why she's my soul sister it was actually one of the most bizarre things that's ever happened and it was so funny and so cool so this girl comes into work and i started talking to her i overheard her talking that she is a musical theater major for school And her dream is to move to New York and, like, be on Broadway. And I, like, freaked out when I overheard it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love Broadway musicals. Like, my parents have season tickets to Broadway Across America. And I love going to like That kind of talent, dancing and singing amazingly. I don't know if that's a word, but amazingly. Just, I love it. I love it so much. And so I was, like, asking her all about it and I was like, of course, if you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, you've heard me talk about Moulin Rouge excessively and extensively. I was like, well, I have to ask her if she's seen it. So I asked her if I was like, have you I heard of or seen Moulin Rouge? She's like, yeah, I saw it a couple weeks ago when it came to Salt Lake. And I was like, no way. That's when I saw it. And it rocked my world. And I was obsessing over with her. And it was so fun. And then that was I that was strike one strike. Good strikes. I'm not into sports much, but I can tell you that strikes these are good strikes, not bad strikes. I don't yeah, whatever. Strike thou strike one. Strike two, for her being my sole sister, I was asking her, you know, making conversation, saying, So what are you doing after this appointment today? And she's like, Well, I'm gonna go to lunch with my friend and I was like, Oh fun, where are you guys gonna go to lunch? Guess where she said? She said Aubergine. Well, if you don't know me personally, which if you're listening to this, you're my friend officially, so you know me personally. Even if, even if I don't know you, you are my friend, and I think you're awesome. Anyway, aubergine is a restaurant in Utah, and I love it. I love it so much. I, it's really hard for me to spend money on food out at a restaurant if it's not an aubergine. I, just, I, I love it, and it's healthy, and it's delicious, and I, it, I it feel my soul filled. When I eat at aubergine because it tastes delicious and it's like, I know it's good for me. I love it. I love aubergine. And she was like, oh, I'm going to aubergine. Have you ever heard of it? And I was like, no way. That's my favorite. So that was two strikes. And this is all within like 10 minutes. Then we have another strike. I was talking to her about, I don't even know. We just some. We kept talking about musical theater or whatever. And she was like, oh yeah, I did dance stuff with Odyssey. And I was like, no way. I was on O2. Cause I, if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know that I list, or I was dancing on this like pre-professional company called Odyssey 2 of the, like of the professional company called Odyssey Dance Theater. And she's like, I dance on O2. It was crazy. So she and I both danced on the same company and then crazy enough. I was asking, I was like, oh yeah, I used to want to dance for Disney. Like I moved out to Florida. She's like, no way, that's my dream. It was just crazy. This girl, like on so many levels, was my soul sister. I've never experienced, like it was, it was literally all within like 20 minutes. And I was like, this is, it was nuts. It was nuts. So that was for sure the peak of my week. Super random, but it was cool. It was cool. Let's just hop right into the episode because I cannot wait to talk about it. I am so passionate about it. So as you probably read from the title of this episode. It is stop worrying and start living your freaking life. This is actually a book, another book one. And it's another book by our boy, Dale Carnegie. He wrote the book, how to win friends and influence people. The classic, the cult classic. I actually don't know what cult classic means. I know people say it all the time and maybe I should know. I should probably know. I'm not embarrassed to admit it because there's a lot of things I don't know. I don't know what a cult classic means. But where was I going with that? Oh, our boy, Dale Carnegie. He wrote that book. He also wrote this book. He also wrote this book. And I actually have not read the book. But I have, like, listened to a lot of things and watched a lot of videos and done lots of research on this topic. Because, honestly, well, I wanted to talk about this topic because I am the master at it. And let me rephrase that. I am the master at the opening part of that phrase. Not even the opening, just the one word, worrying. I am a warrior, Not a warrior. They, they sound similar, but mean very different things. I am a warrior, not a warrior. <laughs> I'm a warrior. I am trying to get better. I've really made an effort to try to get better, especially over the last couple months. But yeah, I stress about everything. I like will panic that the worst case scenario will happen in every situation pretty much. And it just doesn't serve me. It's the worst. It's, it only makes me unhappy. I'm sure I'm not the only one out there. I'm sure there's other people that worry about everything. And so if that's you, or if you stress out sometimes, if you are a normal human being that stresses out and worries about stuff, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you a thing or two that I've learned. Because I've learned a thing or two. I don't want to be a stressor i've been working on it for a couple months and i found a few things that have helped me obviously i'm not perfect at it but you know my goal is to not be a warrior anymore i do not want to be a warrior together we're going to learn and i'm not going to be a warrior you're not going to be a warrior here we go first thing i want to talk about have you ever have you ever i'm asking like like you're going to answer me there is a video if you've ever seen the video of will smith it's on youtube it's Will Smith, and he he's like giving this inspirational, motivational talk about skydiving, about his experience skydiving. If you haven't seen it, I'll give you a little synopsis. He tells the story about his perspective of when he went skydiving a couple years ago and all the thoughts that went through his head. And pretty much he talks about how he was hoping that his friends were joking when they made the suggestion or he was hoping they were drunk or something. And then he kind of just proceeded to go and talk about his thoughts leading up to it and like going to bed and thinking about it the night before and then when he woke up and when he was eating breakfast and how the fear of skydiving consumed his mind completely for 24 hours leading up to it right up until he jumped out of the plane. The best part of the whole video is when he talks about like when he actually jumped out of the plane and what he said about it was that when he was at the point of maximum danger he was at the point of zero fear or minimum fear I guess and it was amazing because he was literally flying and he was having so much fun and the whole time he was actually like in the air he was just in a state of complete bliss even though that was the point when he was at the maximum danger and that was like what he was scared for and he was he went on to say like why was i scared laying in my bed the night before why was i scared eating breakfast i was nowhere even near the danger and it's not like he had to go. He could have just not gone. He wasn't in danger in those moments. But he was letting the fear consume him. It, de- it did nothing for him but ruin his day. Like the fear literally ruined the 24 hours before he went because he was just thinking about it. Even though he was nowhere near danger. And when he was actually at the point of maximum danger, he was in like a zero fear place. And he was just really happy. So it was obviously an extreme example And most things that we worry about in our life are not skydiving and they're things that actually have to do with our lives like our job and our school and our relationships or our health or our image or what others think about us or our finances and like the list is endless about the things that we stress about. But I really like the video because it made me think about the role that fear plays and the role that anxiety plays in our life because they literally have the power to ruin our days or even ruin our opportunities but only if we let them. Because a lot of the time they serve us no purpose except literally just to ruin our day. And so I kind of want to talk about worry and I want to talk about fear and stress and different ways that we can at least help minimize it because it does not serve you any... I mean, there's like fight or flight extreme examples, but most of the time we're stressing. Probably 99.9999% of the time that we're stressing... Or worrying about something, it does not serve us a good purpose. So let's, let's talk about it so that, you know, you can stop worrying and start living your life. So the first tip that I found and that the book that Dale Carnegie wrote mentions, a lot of the different resources that I researched said, be present. It's important to be present because when you're stressing or worrying about something, it's usually about the past or about something in the future that hasn't happened yet or that might happen or even might not happen. Being as present as possible forces you into reality right now and you can actually enjoy the life you're living right now instead of thinking about the past, or thinking about the future. So when you're present, you can't worry or you can't stress because there's nothing to stress or worry about because you're just living, if that makes sense. And being present means living your best self and your best life right now and pretty much just taking control of what you have control over, which is now. You don't have control over the past. You have control over the future to an extent, but the way you have control over your future is what you do right now. So just do your best. Another great way to be present is to practice gratitude. And if you're worried about some event in the future, maybe you're like speaking in public or you have a huge test or whatever it is, focus on what is good in your life right now because it doesn't matter because you know, like you you just, you can't be worried or stressed when you're in the present especially when you're grateful in the present because you're just happy you're in like a state of happiness and you're focused on now you're not focused on the future you're not focused on the past you're focused on now being grateful and being in a state of gratitude helps you to do that obviously you can make like a list of things you're grateful for i talked about that i had a gratitude episode a few episodes back so you can go listen to that if you want to you know learn how to be more grateful and practice gratitude, but that's one way you can make a list of things you're grateful for. So let's say you're really stressed about something coming up in the future, make a list of things you're grateful for. Or you can do a gratitude practice, which I mentioned in that episode before, it's basically like a guided, almost like a meditation practice that you follow along. And it just, it just helps guide your mind into a state of gratitude. Very helpful in being present and forcing yourself into the present. So you're not worried or stressed about the future or the past. I often stress about the worst case scenario happening as many people do. I am not the only person that does this. I mean, some people do it more than others. I am definitely one of the people that does it all the time. For example, in my life right now, I get really worried. There's, there's been a common occurrence of me in my life the last like few months. of something that I get worried about or stressed about so much to the point where I'm like, overwhelmed and I feel like I can't do anything and it like consumes my thoughts. That worry is that Cole won't get into dental school the first time he applies. If you don't know my husband Cole right now he is in school. He graduated two years ago with his three years ago. He graduated three years ago. I just realized it three years ago with his bachelor's degree in accounting from BYU Hawaii where we met. In the last like six months he decided that he wants to go to dental school. So he didn't take any science classes back then. So now he's in school again, right now, taking all the science classes, all the prerequisites. And then he's going to take the DAT and then he's going to apply for dental school. My worry that I have had commonly reoccurring over the last few months is that he won't get into dental school the first time he applies. And I have this worry because I hear stories, like I've heard stories, I feel like we've all heard stories of people that do all the right things and get, I mean, at least for this situation that got all like good grades, they get a good score on the DAT and they still don't get in. Or it takes them a couple tries to get in, which if you don't know, like dental school, when you apply, you can only apply once a year. It's like a once a year thing. So if you want to apply again, you have to wait a full year. It's just, it's a huge thing. I mean, obviously we like changed our whole life path. Like we did like 180 degree, like he did a huge career change. We were like going one direction. Now we're going a different one. We're both having to make a lot of sacrifices And we're sacrificing a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of money doing this. And it's just this huge thing. And I'm having to work full time really hard right now to support us financially. And so the idea of not like him not getting in to dental school, at least the first time he applies, like that first year, stresses me out because then in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just another year that we have to wait. Another year of me like working full time to like financially support us and like who knows Where we'll be like with our own, like family at that time. So that whole thing can send me into a tizzy at times. But what always helps me feel better is when I focus on what is good in my life right now and I practice gratitude. Oh my gosh, like it helps me so much. And sometimes when I'm in that stressful state and I'm super overwhelmed thinking about it all, I forget how good my life is. And when I like kind of step outside of it and realize, I'm like, okay well, even if he does have to wait another year, it's not like I'm not living my life. Like if I have to live the life that I'm living right now, another year, who cares? Like I love my, like there's so many good things in my life. Oh my gosh. Well, for one, I have like an amazing family. I have amazing friends. I have so many like supportive, loving people in my life And I love Cole and I love our relationship. We have so much fun together and we laugh together. That year doesn't take that away from me. I get to do things that I love every day. I love to exercise. I get to exercise every day right now in my life. I get to do fun things. Like we get to go do fun things with our friends. We live in a really beautiful place and we can go outside and be in nature. I have a job that I love. Like I know I I just said I work, like I'm working all the time, working hard to financially support us, but it's not like I'm miserable. Like I love my job. I have so much fun when I go into work and I'm always laughing and I feel really fulfilled in my work. And so it's not like I'm miserable there. So when I like step outside of it and think about all the reasons why my life is so good right now, that worry just kind of like melts away because I'm being present and I'm just realizing there's so many things in my life that are good right now. The point is there's always things to worry about in your life, but there are also always so many things to be grateful for. And when you focus on the things you're grateful for, it forces you to be present and happy in the moment right now, and you don't think about the what ifs of the future and the past. Alrighty, tip numero dos. Don't let yourself get bored. If there's something that you're super stressed about in your life and you can't help but focus on it, then get busy, like focus on something else because physically you can't focus on more than one thing at a time. That's why, side note, no person can truly multitask. You cannot focus on more than one thing at a time. And I've said this once and I'll say it again. Your mind is a stage and you can only focus on one thing at a time. There can only be one thought quote unquote performing on that stage at a time. So if you're worried or stressed about something, then do something else or think about something else and push that worried or stressful thought off the freaking stage. That worry or that stress is the performer on the stage, get it off the stage and put something else on the stage. So something that bugs me is when I am super stressed or super worried about something, people will say, well, just don't think about it or just forget about it or try not to think about it. But when they say that, I it makes me, it makes me like annoyed because I'm like, well, I can't just not think about it or I can't just forget about it. But something that I can do is change my thoughts or think about something else. Because obviously you're never going to like forget about it. You can't just forget about something, but you can change your thoughts or like redirect them. I mean, obviously you can forget about things, but like when something's stressing you out, you can't go blank and not think about it anymore. Or you can't just forget it. Like in the moment, you have to change direction of where your thoughts are going and focus on something else. And then eventually that worry or that stress, you will forget about it because you're going to be focused on the thing that's on the stage. So to speak, when I say get busy, I don't mean do like pointless things What I mean is don't sit there and dwell on what you're stressed about. Something that could help you, something that's helped me honestly, is to start a list on the notes on your phone that you can look at when you're stressed or overwhelmed so you have a game plan to get you out of those stressful thoughts or those overwhelming thoughts. It's nice to keep a note on your phone because I feel like I will think of things at really random times, like when I'm at, like, I'm at a grocery store, I'm like, oh, I could do this when I'm stressed or when I like need to do something productive and change my thoughts or change what I'm doing. And so I'll write down then. so it's easy to just keep like a note in your phone because then you can always add to it and then you always have it accessible. When you are in that overwhelming state of mind, you could just go look at the notes in your phone and say, okay, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed right now. Let me change what I'm gonna do. Let me look at this note. Oh, I'll do this. I came up with a little list that maybe can help kickstart your creativity and, you know, get the ball rolling for your personal get out of that funk list. That's what you can call it. You should title it get out of that funk, girl. Get right out of that funk. Here's the list. First thing, go to the gym and cue up your favorite songs and your pump up songs. If you need suggestions, I can give you some that will rock your world. I have some great, great, great pump up jamming fun songs that literally you can't not dance and you can't not just jam when you're listening to them okay next item on the list put your favorite comedian on and clean your room or clean your house i love this one because comedians are my favorite when i'm stressed or overwhelmed or in a bad mood because obviously they make me laugh and it's hard to be in a bad mood when you're smiling and laughing and then you're cleaning your room so your mind like your hands are focused on doing something you're doing something productive but you're also having fun and laughing because you're listening to a comedian. Next thing, make cookies for somebody and deliver them to their house or make like a treat for somebody. Next thing, write one or more letters to people in your life and send them to them like in the mail. Little side note, making other people feel happy and feel loved is a win-win and it's one of my favorite ways to chuck stress at the door. Next thing on the list, write a list of things that you need to do this week like a to-do list or things you need to do this month or you You need to get done in the next foreseeable future and then just start going down that list. Like if they're errands, start running those errands, getting things done. And obviously it's not one of like the funner things to do to keep yourself busy, but it does keep you busy and it keeps you productive and it takes your mind off of things. And when you get things done, it's fun because obviously that's just other stress from like different areas of your life that you're relieving. Another one, go through your clothes and sell and give away the things that you don't want or you don't need. And boy, getting rid of stuff feels so good. And it feels even better when you get money for it. I am a big advocate for making money off of clothes that you don't use or you don't want. If you've ever heard of Play-Doh's Closet or Uptown Cheapskate, they are my lifeblood. I literally, I will get, oh, one of my favorite things to do just go through my clothes because there's so many things. I swear, every single time I go through my clothes, I come up with a huge pile. that I'm like, I haven't worn this in so long. And then when you sell it for money, it's a win-win. Because one, it's decluttering. And two, you get money for it. It's just the best. That's a great thing to do. Very productive. Another thing on the list, start journaling and write all of your thoughts. Stream of consciousness. Like, what I mean by stream of consciousness is literally just like, Get some kind of journal or something and just start writing every single thought that comes into your head. And that is super helpful to like relieve stress and get your mind off of things because it just helps you write it all down and just see it all in front of you and literally like purge it and get it out of your system. Next thing, organize your stuff. I'm sure there is at least one spot in your house that needs organizing. I know you're thinking of something. There can't be a spot, like every single thing in your house cannot be super organized. There has to be one spot that's not organized, at least, if not more. So in those times you're overwhelmed or you're stressed, put on your favorite comedian or a book that makes you happy or maybe your favorite hint of everything podcast or a comedian. I think I already said comedian. Sorry, double up on that one. And just get get your organization on because it'll make you feel good. It'll make you feel productive. And you'll be listening to something you like. Call a friend or someone you haven't talked to in a while. And sometimes you have to call a few people. There's been times when I'm like not in a good mood, or I need to get my mind off of things, and I call a friend, and I and they they can't talk, and so I'll call another one. Don't give up after like one or two or three. Like keep calling people until you find somebody that you want to talk to that has time to talk. And a lot of times you can like talk to people that you haven't talked to in a long time, and it's super fun to catch up, and it totally distracts you from whatever you're stressed or overwhelmed about. So those are just a couple things that I like to do. But it's even more helpful if you curate a list of things for yourself and just keep it in your notes. It's super nice to just keep it in your notes on your phone, like I said before, because then when you randomly get an idea, you can just jot it down. And I always get random ideas when I'm like just going throughout my day, and you'll forget them when you get home. Or like if you have them late at night, you're going to forget it the next day. So if you have in your notes, you can just jot it down right then and there. Okay, next thing. Something that I mentioned a little bit in my list that whole list. I'm done with the list. I'm done with the list of things, so I'm moving on. I'm away from the list. Something that I mentioned a little bit before my list was writing a letter for some or I mentioned it in my list, I guess, was writing a letter for someone or making a treat for somebody. And I wanted to dive into that a little bit more. When I was doing all my research for this, I was listening to this TED talk where a woman was talking about stress and worry. One of the things that she said was that A vast majority of human suffering comes from obsessive, self-centric thinking, and stress and worry is a total preoccupation. What in the world? I am having such a hard time. You don't know this, but I have re-recorded just these last few sentences like four times because I cannot say these words. Let me just start over. A vast majority of human suffering comes from obsessive, self-centric thinking, and stress and worry our total preoccupation with oneself, and it separates you from others. So she explains that in the state of stress and worry, we're not finding solutions to problems. We're just thinking about ourselves. Like we're just thinking me, me, me. How does this situation affect me? How does the outcome affect me? That whole concept really helped me realize that in the state of worry and stress, we're not focusing on others and helping others and serving others and loving others. And It's not some crazy unheard of thought. Like but I can guarantee that there have been times in your life when you weren't feeling great or maybe you were just feeling average and then you helped somebody and wouldn't you know it, it made you feel really good too. And one of the best ways to overcome worry and stress is to help and love others. Really just like find ways to like show other people love and make them feel loved. Obviously there are situations where people are really truly struggling and are in a really bad emotional state and they can't help others. And I'm not talking about that. Those are situations where you need to help yourself before you can help others. I'm talking about the day to day situations. We're living our life. We're stressed about work. We're stressed about school. We're stressed about whatever. And there's so many things that we can stress about. And they're all valid. But I'm okay. I'm going to quote a leader of the church that I'm a part of. And his name is Henry V. Iring. It's such a good quote. And he says, When you meet someone, treat them as if they were in serious trouble. And you'll be right more than half the time, but it's so true. Every single person around you is probably going through something really, really hard. So treat them that way. Like treat every, even if they're treating you bad, it probably is because they're going through somebody something hard. Or like maybe they're not, but give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, like you're never gonna do any harm by showing somebody love or kindness. That's something that really helps me when I'm feeling stressed or worried or overwhelmed. Because when I'm feeling stressed. Or overwhelmed it's usually I'm just thinking about myself I'm like oh my gosh me my life whatever this but I'm like when I step outside myself and try to do things for others and help other people in those situations and forget myself in those situations I feel so much less stressed and so much less overwhelmed because I know I'm helping other people okay the last thing that I want to talk about is oh it's such a cool concept and I learned it from a friend in college a couple years ago you're just like talking about it in a class and he brought it up and it's called fear planning. And I'm pretty sure he got it from a TED talk, but what it is, is pretty much figuring out exactly what you're stressed about or what you fear, how to avoid it, and then how you will overcome it. The first step is define. So when you're stressed or worried about something, you need to make a list of all of the absolute worst case scenarios of what could happen. Make A list of the like if everything went wrong with whatever situation you're stressed about that way you can see exactly what you're afraid of and it's right there in front of you and write the list down so for example let's say you make a really big whoops a really big uh uh-oh at work and you start spiraling and panicking of everything that could go wrong great write down what the worst consequence or the worst result would be from making that mistake and maybe that's getting fired That's, I mean, if I make a mistake at work, that's always like my worst case scenario situation. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to get fired for this? So first step, write down what's the worst thing that could happen. Or all, like if there's multiple things, like there's different possible bad things that could happen, write those all down. Everything you can think of. Even if it's drastic, write them all down. Step number two is to prevent. Obviously it's Preventing, so it's writing down based off of each of the like worst case scenario situations. Based off of each one, write what you can do to prevent it. Like everything you could do to prevent it. So going back to that, making an uh oh whoops at work a mistake, and you're afraid you're gonna get fired. Going to that fired consequence, write what you can do to prevent it. So do everything that you can to repair. that that mistake that you made. So maybe that's like writing an apology letter if you need to or coming up with a plan that you can present to your boss that will prevent it from happening again or anything else you can think of that will prevent you from getting fired. Like if that was your worst case scenario. Step number three is to recover. And this one is honestly my favorite and the one that comforts me the most when I am fear planning And that is, what are you going to do if you do get fired, or what are you going to do if that worst case scenario happens? What is your plan? So you make a list based off of again those first worst case scenarios and what you will do after that. Like, how will you recover from that? So going back to that work example, make a list of the exact jobs at the exact companies you'll apply for, and what extra things can you do to help you earn money before you do get that new job while you're in between jobs, like. Be as specific as possible because I find that the more specific I am when I literally with this whole process with all three steps, like the define, prevent, and recover, the more comforted I feel and the less stressed and the less overwhelmed I feel because I know I just, I have a plan right there in front of me. It gives me clear expectations and a clear plan because one of the scariest things about the unknown is is just that that it's unknown what if you fail this test that's coming up yeah what if like if you fail the test what is the absolute worst result that can come from it and how will you overcome it and when you fear plan you're able to visualize yourself coming out of that situation okay so fear planning helps you make the best case scenario out of the worst case scenario and so there's literally nothing to worry about because there's an end destination in your brain like you know that you're gonna be okay Because you've already planned out how you're going to be okay at the end. So you have nothing to stress about because literally you know that you're going to be okay in the end. So kind of to tie everything up, a big part of stress and anxiety and being overwhelmed comes down to perspective. Everything feels like the biggest deal and the end of the world until something bigger happens. And it's incredibly stressful. Here's an example. It's incredibly stressful when you miss your flight. Or your flight gets canceled. I'm thinking about this because my brother's girlfriend, her flight was canceled yesterday and she has to miss work the rest of the week. And I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard, I think, what was it? Like 60% of all Southwest flights got canceled this week. And probably so many people are trying to like travel back after this Christmas vacation. Again, it's incredibly stressful when you miss your flight or your flight gets canceled and you need to be at work the next day it's super stressful until you find out that your house burned down. Then the missed flight seems like the tiniest problem in the world. And then your house burning down may seem like the biggest stress in the world until you find out you have a terminal disease or you find out you have cancer. There are always bigger problems out there and the only thing you have control over is your attitude and your actions. You have the ability to make the best out of every situation and to stay positive even amongst stressful situations because there are people out there that do it and in turn there are people that don't. So like you literally have the choice to be happy in every situation and make the most out of every situation. So why not choose to because it'll make your life so much better and so much easier. Also show love to the people around you and make everyone you come in contact with's life better because not only is it going to make them happy and make the world a better place to live in, but it'll make you happy too. All in all, I'm here to tell you that everything will be all right in the end. And if it's not all right, it's not the end. So keep pushing forward. Just think you've already been through so many really, really hard things in your life. And for some of them, it probably felt like they're never going to end. Wouldn't you know it? You did it. You made it out. And you're okay. You made it out alive. And you already did it once. And you can do it again. Every single thing that was hard in your life, you've already been through it. Like You made it out. Even if you didn't think you were going to make it out, you're here. And you made it through. That's that's it. I feel like I was just talking a million miles a minute. I was talking so fast. I just had so many thoughts. And once I started talking about something, I got so excited. That's why that whole, I literally, I said it before the outline for this episode was so long because I was just typing away and I was getting so excited. So I hope there was something in here that helped you. I, I'm a stressor. So if you're a stressor or you're a warrior or a warrior, either one, I'm, I'm here for you because I am the same. I'm the same way. We can get through this together. We can, we can all come out of this, out of this, you know, life thing, not warriors. Anyway, I am gonna, I'm gonna cut it off here. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so, so much. If you're here, I love you. You're awesome. Please, please share this with your friends. If you think this will help somebody, please share it with them. I appreciate it so much. I dare you right now to go text your friend and say, hey, you should listen to this podcast because if you did, it would make me so happy. All I want to do is just help as many people as possible, help people not feel stressed, help people not feel worried. So I'd really appreciate it if you did that. But don't forget to leave a review and a rating and save the podcast so that you can be notified when a new episode comes out every Thursday I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Make somebody feel good today. You know, make make somebody feel good. Go smile at them. Go give them a compliment. Just make somebody's life better. Next person you see, do something nice for them. I hope you have a good day. I love you and goodbye. <laughs>